We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's flip it around. Let's talk a little defense. And, uh, you know, again, end of the day, you look at the stat sheet. Defense gives up 232 yards, 98 pass yards, 134 on the ground, and holds Wake Forest to seven points. Uh, That's a a pretty good day at the office if you're the defense. You know, I mean, let's let's call it what it is, folks. That's a good day. So, uh, overall, defensively, what? You're just laughing at me. No, you know you're really good on defense when I'm sitting here cranky about a game <laughs> which they gave up seven oh. points in 280, was it, 208, uh, 232 yards of offense. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, they didn't play as well as they normally do. They, you know, like, yeah. And they well, did. That's how, they, that's how high they they've set the bar, though, to you. Exactly. Point, right? like they've set yeah. the bar very high. I mean, defensively, they've been fantastic this year. So you look at it and just say, like, you know what? They should have shut that team out. Should have had less than 200 yards. That's what leave they gave up 232 yards to them. Exactly. Right. But that, but Ryan, I think you nailed it. That's how they've set the bar. That when a game like this happens, where you're like, eh, they gave up too many yards on the ground, you know, gave up too many third down conversions. You know, they would have had 10 points if they didn't miss the field goal. I'm like, okay. Sure. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, that doesn't change the story it's true. at all. And by know, the way, sure. let me uh, – I, I was getting updates from my son who was at the game, you know, sitting in the stands. And every kick that was made, he had a comment about whether it was a kickoff, a field goal, whatever. That field goal wasn't going in regardless of whether no. Notre Dame blocked it or not. No, Like oh, really? there was – I mean, they're lucky that it didn't get blocked by the head of an offensive lineman. Like it was I saw low, the ugliest sure. field goals of the low, season low. today. It was bad. Because it was a bad Spencer, kick. Spencer Schrader's miss was also pretty terrible. Oh, he pushed it so far yeah. to the right. I mean, it was just not good. So, yeah. Um, but, again, their their kicker wasn't very good. But Notre Dame still got a hand on it. They right. still made, had some penetration into the line. Like, that's fantastic. That's great. And all Because they also um, might have had a shot to block it if it wasn't so bad. Because they got a really good push. Right? 100%. But, but so, the, the point is, let's say they just – let's say they got it. Let's say they got the field goal. So, they had 232 yards of offense and 10 right. points. And exactly. 4.1. Like, it but that's the whole point. I, I didn't like what I saw from the defense today overall. I, I didn't because I've, I've, I, the, my expectations are such that I just kind of expect them to dominate even more when they play a team this bad. But at the end of the day, it's like, 
yeah, but they they that's exactly what they did. They did dominate that team, really, when you think about it. I mean, Wake had two scoring drives. That's it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, you know, my biggest qualms with the defense, because you first saw like the first two drives of the game. The defense was like lights out early. Not minus like, seven yards or something. Minus was, five, the first five, two drives. Yeah. After yeah. the first two drives, I was like, dude, this is going to be an ugly game for Wake Forest offensively. Ugly. And then you know what they did? They pulled the trick plays out of their bag, right? You had yes. the reverse pass. And, and there's only the so many back. of those in the, in the arsenal, man. Well, That's but Vince, my, my point was, and this might be a little bit too like galaxy brain a little bit here, but if I'm Notre Dame, knowing that Wake Forest is going to is in a desperation mode of trying to beat you in this game. I have to think that you come into this game being like, Hey, they're probably going to pull the kitchen sink here, yeah. right? Like they're going to throw right. a lot of stuff at the wall. And that was my only, I guess, criticism of the defense early was like, you should probably had more awareness that like, they're probably going to throw something at you at yeah. some point. Right. And you weren't yeah. prepared enough for that part of it. But overall, I mean, you let up less than 250 yards. You only let up seven points. Yeah. You showed why you have been one of the best defenses in college right. football this year throughout the most of the year because you, you've raised the floor. So what's, our, what's our issue, Vince? So they didn't high. dominate as much as they should have, right? Oh, this it's it's thir- you know what, first world problems isn't that what they say? Like, exactly. that, that's exactly, exactly what we're talking about. And I, I want to build off what Ryan said. You know, they pulled those trick plays out of their bag when it was seven to nothing. Like it was early in the they game. Were doing, they, they they were minus. Right. They were in the yes. negatives until right. Off. It was awful. It was it was yeah. early in the game that they're like, uh, we need to just dig deep to move the football at this point. And and so from a from a game point stand from a gameplay standpoint, you're like, okay, I, you know. And I was gonna say something to you actually when it happened. It's like they moved the ball on on trick plays and I think a penalty. Like that's what got that because yeah. it was the Benjamin Morrison you know, pass interference. That was a bad call. It was a bad call. No and then they had two trick plays and it's like, okay, I mean, that's not going to last. That's yeah. not a sustainable way to run your offense. Yeah. My, obviously my biggest issue with the defense was 
honestly, it was linebacker play. He didn't play very well. Linebacker in the play run game. In, in, in the, in the, in the game. Vipers were a yeah. problem. Oh, yeah. Today. Yes, they Viper were setting the edge. And was not good. Yes, Jordan Mataho, people in the chat are talking about it. He he really struggled. And like <sighs> just like, you know what I said, Vince? At times, I felt like we were watching the 2022 defense. That was my biggest beef from today. Yeah. Was, you know, like the one scramble on third down. Jordan Patel just goes super high. There's no need for that. It's third right. down. You got a mobile quarterback. So There's no high. need to go that high. You're not going to get to the quarterback going that high. Guy just yeah. steps in. It's about the easiest third down conversion he's ever going to make in his life. Just not setting the edge. I, I thought the D tackles were eh early on, you know, against the outside. They were good when they, when Wake tried to run, when Wake tried to run misdirection or inside zone, Notre Dame destroyed them. Yeah. Wake was able to find the outside zone stuff and they were able to get kind of that fast swipe stuff going. That's where they hurt Notre Dame. I mean, the touchdown runs yes. in the outside zone yeah. and you had, and it was just a, it was a, it was a comedy of, it was a, it was a, a compilation of mistakes. It was yeah, a little comedy in there. You, you know, uh, it was the, the Vipers not setting the edge. Yeah. It was, and ju- like Jordan Patojo had the issues. Junior Tillamaca had those issues. It yeah. was the defensive tackles kind of, Losing gap integrity, I thought, just kind of getting worked on a little the, too on far the, outside. On the touchdown, it was like you said, it was outside zone, and the cut actually came underneath of Riley Mills because Riley just got kind of displaced right. outside for whatever. And that, reason. that happened weird. to Howard yeah. Cross in the game as well on another outside run where he just kind of got ridden way out. And then on the one touchdown run, DJ DJ Brown has a bad run fit. He comes inside. You know, oh, yeah. he's got to fit outside, funnel that thing back inside. Yeah. There's no need for that. And I and, and the linebacker play too, Ryan. That that that's what I wanted to ask you about because I said to yeah. Vince probably what how many times did I say this to you during the game, Vince? Like 10, 12. I was like, I swear to I swear I'm watching the 2012 22 linebackers again. Just not decisive, just yeah. just like magnets to blocks. Yeah. In this game. And it was yes. Jack Kaiser, it was Marist, it, it was, was all JD, three of them. It was all, it was all three JD of them. He had the most plays in the game, but yeah. even he was just it just they just didn't look comfortable with what they were they just weren't they weren't yeah. a, they just weren't as good as they've been all year they this was not. not a good performance they were not I, I thought kaiser was okay i thought that jd and maris both were well below average i thought they played poorly today so yeah i mean jd missed a he missed a tackle on that they tried to do like another throwback like off of the off the little screen he missed the tackle there he missed another tackle for i think like a 14 yard gain from ellison at some point in that game as well Maris is just, man, some games I feel like his instincts are kind of taking a step. And then other games, it's just like, I don't think he sees the game very well. And unfortunately, today was another Maris game where it's just like, I don't think he sees the game very well. Like, Ryan, that's he's just, a Butkus Award semifinal. On, okay. on that touchdown run, too, that I talked about Riley Mills getting displaced, J.D. Bertrand just did not even read that play at all. Like, no. didn't move. Did not move. It didn't make any sense. So, yeah, I think that J.D. played poor today. I think Maris played poor today, and I think Kaiser was was fine. He was fine when he played. He was fine. It, it looked like he was reading the quarterback on that play, right? Yeah, which wouldn't make any sense. He's the middle linebacker. Like it would it would be fine if like the yeah. will was reading it that way, so he didn't get like backside a gap or something like that. But it was like it just didn't make any sense. It was really it was really uh, frustrating to see that. And then they just over pursued a couple times, like that one now screen. Where they were going to kind of throw it back, and then they just let the guy run for twenty yards, and 
you know, that was just yeah. like, guys, you know, close that play out. You, I mean, you know who did look pretty good late, though, man, even in the plays where he clearly made mistakes just off of being athletic. But Drake Bowen had some flashes, yes. man, as he yeah. always did. Even that well, one, I think it was like third and tw- I think it was like second and 12 or third and 12. He tried to sneak underneath the block and tried to make a play in the backfield. and He didn't end up making the play. But I'm like, at least he was aggressive, man. Like, I yeah. could work with that. I could make with yeah. fast mistakes. Well, I could work with that. And, stuff, that, and so. that's the thing about when the entire second defense was in. It would it the the defense did move at a faster pace. You know what I mean? And they, they weren't always so in much, the right yeah. spot. They yeah. weren't always in the right spot. Yes. But they were flying around the field. Well, and it was oh, like, they had team okay. speed. Yes. I mean, there were a few times oh, like yeah. working to the perimeter where I'm like, there was one where it was it was Javante Jean Baptiste and it was Jordan Vitelho working at the perimeter for one. Where I was just like, dude, that's some speed yeah. right there, man. Like that was some speed. And then Jack Kaiser closed on the quarterback on a scramble on one. He only got one yard and they hit him out of coming out of bounds. I was like, for for a linebacker room and a defense that people claim are slow at times. I'm just like, I'm seeing guys absolutely hawk dudes down at the front. Which they're not. not. Well, to your point, Vince, I did think when the second team linebackers got in, you saw that there's even a different gear even there. Yeah. There's a play, they ran a bootleg. And this was probably my favorite defensive play of the game because of who did it. But like Jalen C, we all know he's a phenomenal, freaky athlete. He's very twitchy, but he just doesn't always make good reads. They ran a bootleg and tried to sneak it back out of the backfield, and Jalen read it perfectly and just ate it up. Just ate it up Mm -hmm. and forced an incomplete pass. And you're like, okay, that's a good sign because he just moves. And yes, he didn't like get, he didn't bite inside, but then he's just so fast that he recovered. He read it, he read it perfectly, and then was all over it. So to see him in the game as well. Uh, making plays but yeah to see drake bowen out there to me was a, a very good sign very good sign because you like you said ryan you, we talk about this all the time and it's hard to explain but it's just you just watch the game sometimes and you're like that dude moves different mm-hmm. right when you watch christian gray it's almost hard to tell if you're watching him or benjamin morrison it's just that it's that really hard down to stop he had in the open field too because Christian Gray's game is being a twitchy and very instinctive football player, but like still developing core strength and just his yeah. body in general. But he like the wood on that one play. I was like, all right, Christian Gray. All yeah. right, sir. I see you, well, man. I see it's you. funny. That play is literally on my TV right now, Ryan. But the thing I liked about it was he did not commit to that till he saw the quarterback start to throw. He stayed back, didn't get, didn't bite up downhill. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you see that guy, don't overreact. You've got you stay in your zone, but as soon as the quarterback yeah. went here, he planted and exploded to the football. And you're yes. like, yeah, that guy's he, that guy's got. He's going to be good, man. He's going to yes. be a very good player. Yes. yes, yes, that was that was nice to see. That was very nice to see. So yeah, that that group of young players is is really got some athlete, some some explosiveness to them. Absolutely. Not that the, not that the veteran guys don't, but. It's a bit of a different gear, though. I mean, we can we can at least we can still appreciate what they're doing right now with the guys that are on the field because it's a really good defense. But we can yeah. also appreciate the fact that you know uh, Marcus Freeman and company have really upped the game on the recruiting level on the defensive side mm-hmm. of the football, and that's about to come to fruition yeah. in twenty four. I mean, right. you're you're going to start seeing the fruits of that labor because these Thanks. guys are going to now start hitting the field. Vince, yeah. just start waiting until you start seeing more and more of the 2022, 2023 kids next year. And then also right. the 2024 class, Brian, we've talked a ton about the recruiting class that's coming in. Yeah. 
there's there's some development needs to happen with a few of those guys, but that group as a whole yeah. can yeah. run. Right. <laughs> they can run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I have a lot of faith in Notre Dame's defense over the next X years. Right. Yes. As long as long as things stay the way they are, the defense is going to be really really good. It just mm-hmm. is. And you know the question marks on the other side of the ball and what they're going to be able to put together. I, I'm not questioning the talent level. I'm not. Yeah. It's just what is it going to look like. And are they going to be able to be the offense that they need to be for this to be a championship level program? Yeah. I, I have a lot of faith in where the defense is going. A lot yeah. of faith, especially if they can retain Al Golden moving forward. And I, I know I'm getting off on a tangent yeah. a little bit, but I mean that yeah, I mean that that's a different conversation for a different day. But the one thing I would say, Vince, is that that's the one side of the ball where I'm confident we'll always be good no matter who's the coordinator is, because that's Fair. that's the side where you feel like Marcus Freeman is that's just gonna be his baby. Yeah. You know that, and, that's and a good because, point. Because remember this is a defense too that when he was a defensive coordinator in twenty twenty one and I would argue did not have with all due respect to actually, no, he, cause Kyle Hamilton wasn't playing at the time. Remember Kyle Hamilton didn't play down the stretch, but I just remember watching that defense down the stretch in 2021. And it was like, this defense is just, they're, they're a little different. Right. You know, like that's just the way they're playing there. I mean, the last four games, the regular season, they held their opponents to 184, 278, 224 and 227, you know, and, and uh, that was after just a lot of up and down, you know, but like you started to see the light kind of go on a little bit and, my my only my my big takeaway we talked about some things we didn't like in the linebacker play and and all that but the big thing for me is this has been one of a consistent things is their run defense just is not dominant it it has its moments but it's just not dominant like it should be and 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 I'm you know I think Ryan that'll be something that you and I are going to spend the off season just really diving into film study wise just figure out like what's going on because I I don't know that I can necessarily put my finger on it because they're not bad at all they're not bad they're just not dominant like they should i think you already hit on part of it though i mean what what position did you say was not very good today it was the linebacker position right like i think that's a big part of it is that that the even the linebackers have been a lot better than they this year than they were in 2022 but it's still been inconsistent right like it hasn't been great every single game and i think when it's volatile yeah that hurts run defense and the viper position as well that's the other yeah. thing that I think hurts him a little bit as well. I just I just really want to study it and break it down. And it just yeah. seems like there's just like one guy here and one guy there, and it's just always like one guy not doing what he's supposed to do. But again, we're we're complaining about a team that gave up 130, 134 rushing yards and 3.7 yards per right. carry against a, a, a Wake Forest team that Ryan, you know, you and I said coming in, they've got some talent running back, you know, but it wasn't that the talent took over today. And like the touchdown run, that was it didn't take a talented running back to make that run. It was just read it because they just exactly. played it poorly. So you know, I think I think the quarterback that played today impacted them a little bit. Sure. This Kern, kid made his first start. Kern. He's more of a he's more of a mobile runner type of guy where Griffiths is not. And yeah. I wonder if that factored into it as a little bit as well. May I, I don't know. I don't it's know. It's probably part of it. I would say yeah. it's part of it. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. But but End of the day, guys, 232 yards of offense and seven points. That I'll, I'm sure Al Golden and Marcus Freeman will take that kind of off performance. Any oh, day for week. sure. Like, that's, you know, you know, you know how you have the uh, the goal board in the locker room. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of helmets up on the uh, on yeah. the defensive side of the goal board. You know what I mean? Like they they hit a lot of the things that they want. They block the kick. 
you know, it's special teams, yeah. I guess, technically. But like they're, they're, a lot of the things that they did, you know, you held a team to this. I mean, they held them to a, under 100 yards throwing the football. Hey, like in today's this, game, this past defense is ridiculous. Like in today's Vince. game, that is not an easy thing to do. Vince, fa- fan- fantasy football tells me that block kicks are a part of defensive scoring. So <laughs> there you, you go. You're right there, man. You're good there. There you go. Notre Dame has just two games left in the regular season. And this weekend is the home finale against Wake Forest. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to either game or to your favorite concert or comedy club, Game Time is the place for you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. Something else, go. too, Vince. You kind of talked about that, though, a little bit. Um, there weren't a lot of guys open. Like, so, where you're yeah, like, absolutely. man, if that quarterback would have read the play out, that guy was open. Like, it wasn't like they only threw for 98 yards because they had their third, second quarterback in or whatever. Right. And there just weren't guys coming open. Right. They no. were pretty disciplined today, I thought. There was a couple times, like, Wake ran, ran some, bunch, some bunch stuff with vertical releases that I thought, oh, this is – and then, like, Notre Dame just kind of played it correctly and – there's one yeah. time I was like, oh, shoot, I don't think Thomas Harper, like he was just the way he was dropping, it's like he was going to run past the guy, but he just, he bellied in front of it and just took it away. And you're just like, okay, that's how you play it, right? Like, it, but I, it's not even like, gee, if the pressure, because there's been a couple games early in the year where we're like, man, if the pressure, uh, the pressure doesn't get to the quarterback, he had a couple guys open. That wasn't sure. the case today. It was just, there was nobody open. Um, yeah. And I noticed that yeah. a lot. Like, he was, he was running for his life. There were a couple of times where he got flushed or it was actually a boot. And it was only like a two-man route. <laughs> You're not going to get very far running no. a two-man route against this secondary. I mean, and it was it was covered like a blanket. And yeah. so he had nowhere to go with the football. Like the only times where there was really anything to go to in the passing game is when Notre Dame was playing loose. And they were mm-hmm. letting some underneath things kind of develop and just staying, keeping it in front of them, right? It was the mm-hmm. old Mike Diaco, you know, let's just keep everything in front of us. Bob. And I, I'm sorry. You're right. Bob Diaco. I don't know where Mike came from, uh, but it was this, Hey, keep it in front, go rally to the football, make a play. That wasn't the game plan, but that was how some of those plays, you know, kind of, you know, played out. Right. So the, the secondary, like, come on guys, you can't run two man routes against the secondary. It's just, it's not going to work out too well for you. I'm watching the last couple minutes of the game guys. <clears throat> Cause I, I, I left, we were trying to get back for the show. Yeah. We left out the first, and the last of the they snapped the ball just under a minute left. And Devin Houston came off, engaged the guard, locked them out. 
and then got off to the running back for like a one yard gain. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like we, we, and, had three we freshmen on the field. Him. Yeah, never, never talk about him. him. He was yeah. a four star kid, Ryan. You and I both graded yep. him as a four star kid. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where you had him. I had him as a top 150 caliber kid. You know, like he's a really I good think football player. I was in the player. same ballpark. I yeah, but you got him and Armel and Tyson Ford and. Oh, Brennan was Armel Vernon. on the field? Yeah, Armel 93. Field 93. Yeah, that last series. Yeah. That kid's yep. a freak. Hopefully yeah. he's developing well. Yep. So, yeah, it, it, it was good to see those guys. It was good to see those guys. But, yeah, overall, guys, good day. It was a good day of work for Notre Dame. Good day of work. Um, not Game the ball. best defensive performance, but uh, got the job done against a pretty bad offense. Let's, you go, know. let's go game balls. Defense, fellas. Can Ryan, what do you got? Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. Javante Jean-Baptiste is my guy today. I thought yeah. he was very good setting the edge. I thought he was disruptive. I know he had a sack at one point, and he blocked the field goal as well. So yeah, I thought Javante One and a half tackles for loss too, Ryan, which means he made yeah. another play in the backfield in the yeah. run game as well. Yeah. You know, I thought he was, he's, he's been good every week, man. Like, he just stacks yes. good weeks. The he's been better. The doesn't always tell yeah. it, but, like, he is a good player. He's just a good player. He's been better than I anticipated when he got here. I thought yeah. he'd be kind of battling for maybe some playing time or whatever, and he has been one Vince, of the best he... edge guys out there that Notre Dame has had. I mean, there's no the, doubt about the, it. The craziest part about Javante Jean-Baptiste is he's so different than what I yeah. thought he was going to be. Yeah. I did not, he's a grinder, man. Like, he's a yeah. big-end, physical, relentless dude, and I did not necessarily think that was what he was going to be coming from Ohio State, yeah. and he's played fantastically for Notre Dame Un- unsung hero of this defense Jermaine and I have Thomas. to say I mean his his energy is is infectious number one like he he and sometimes it's annoying when some players do it but for whatever reason I like when he does he's always trying to get the crowd going like he's got you know has his arms going like and, and I don't think some of that comes off on TV right but he's just he feeds off yeah. that energy and he's just a high yep. energy guy like I feel like if he was around for multiple years, he'd have a shot at being a captain. Like that's the kind of energy that. Yeah. that he gives I can see me. That. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And I don't know if he has any eligibility left. He doesn't. He's he done after okay. this. But yeah. so it, it's it, he's going to be a tough one to lose. And I didn't think I would feel that way after eleven games. I really yeah. didn't. But I've really yeah. enjoyed watching him play. I was a great player, pickup man. by Notre Dame. It was a great pickup. He's, he, he's going to stick in the NFL for like seven years, and he's right. never going to be yeah. like a dude in the NFL, but it's just going to be like just a solid. He's going to collect paycheks. Yeah, yeah exactly. man. Just a couple no more things, guys. Seeing a Don Schuler on the field, he really is a – Brian, he's a guy that to me, when and whenever I've watched a Don play this year, he moves faster than I thought he was going to move. He really covers a lot of ground. Just saw Eddie Scheidler on the field. Him and uh, Elio and Eddie Scheidler, a pair of brothers, are on the football team. If, nice. uh, it, just that's part just part of the overall strength of the Notre Dame walk-on situation. Eddie Scheidler and Leo Scheidler in high school were really good freaking football players. Just watching them on the field, just like there's some really talented young players. But oh, yeah, yeah. Don, Don Schuler is a guy that moves a little differently than I thought he was yeah. going to move. Eddie does a nice work with the uh, media. Yes, staff over there too. He yes, he does. Work there. Yes, but Adon, man, I'm telling you, I, I saw him in person. Obviously, down in San Antonio, first time seeing him in person. That kid is built like a brick. You know what yeah. else? You know, like he is physically put together. <laughs> he looks like a grown I, up. Like he looks like yes. a twenty something year old kid physically. Yes, right, yes, but does. we like we, Ryan. We knew that he like we thought he was going to come in to be a th- downhill thumper. But like watching him cover ground, he moves a lot faster. And more explosively than I thought he was going to move. Which His is time will come sign. at Notre Dame. I yes. think he's going to be a really good player for Notre Dame. He's the guy that's going to be on my watch out for him in, in the spring 
with DJ Brown gone as being that guy that stepped him and Antonio Carter battling for that next that next I, safety role. I can see I, that. I've also heard that Adon Shoulder is thriving in school right now. So a Shocker. lot of good reports on him right Shocker. now. Right? Yeah, Anyone exactly. that's ever met the Schuler family <laughs> right. is gonna be surprised for zero seconds uh, that Adon Schuler is thriving in the classroom. Yeah. Apparently the youngest or not I don't actually know if he's the youngest, but his younger brother Dante is a freshman in high school this year and is playing on varsity as a freshman. At Irvington? So yep, at that's Irvington. a good football program. It so is that's I know. impressive. I know. That's impressive. Yeah. So, uh, Vince, did you have? I, I'm with Ryan Devonte Jean Baptiste. I mean, oh, like had cross had good numbers, else. nine on, tackles, man. but I just felt like he had a lot of next guy in. I didn't think he played. Yeah. I didn't think he like there Riley had a times. couple big plays. Howard cut a couple big plays, but overall, I didn't but think still, they did. They were great. There were too today. many times where the interior got pushed around for my yeah. liking. That that's yeah. that's what I'll say on that yeah. one. And honestly. You know, when you give up over 100 yards on the ground, some of that has to have to, this to do team. with the defensive line. Yeah. Like that, you know, you've got to st- stand your ground a little bit better. So, um, you know, who I'm going to go with, and and I feel like everybody should give a different game ball. I'm just saying, uh, why? I'm with, because man, they got to spread the wealth. So, Vince, Vince, if a quarterback for Notre Dame wins a big game and he throws eight touchdowns, I'm supposed to pick somebody else different because I can't pick because the guy because Ryan touchdowns. went third. Hey, we let you go first. You get the easy picks. It's the those of us that go later. We gotta, you know, think outside the box a little bit. All well, right? I'm the guy that signs the paychecks to say that you're allowed to pick. Well, same you can guy pick whoever you want. You want. I'm I'm begging Brian or Ryan over here. Okay, all right. I'm here's who I'm gonna go with, and this is a little bit off the beaten path, and I don't care. They gave up 98 yards in through the air. I think Thomas Harper played really well yes, today. He did. And and he played he should, really well. He might have got it if he'd have picked that ball off that he stepped in front of. Yeah, he had two. Actually, had two oh. plays that I thought he had a shot to pick off. Today. Did he step in front of one? Because I thought because yeah. that was. Um, You're thinking of one with Clarence Lewis late. Yeah, I was thinking about. No, Clarence no, there Lewis. was a couple was earlier in the okay. game that, that Thomas had a chance to pick off. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, he played well, really I, well. I thought Harper played really, really yeah. well, and I had wanted to give had, him. Some he had love. three tackles and a tackles for loss as well, Vince, uh, yeah. to go with the one recorded breakup. So yes, he played well. I thought both corners played well. I thought the I thought the um the pass interference against Benjamin Morrison was BS. I thought both oh, starters terrible. played well. Um they did have a there was one blown coverage on like a like a they brought a corner fire and the dr- guy that dropped didn't get underneath the comeback. You know, it's a couple things like that. But overall I thought the pass coverage was excellent. But no, I, I like the Thomas Harper one. I thought they did a pretty good job. If he would have made that play on the screen that was going to be a throwback. Oh, he was one yeah, of the guys yeah. that was there that yeah, didn't make that play. If he would have made that four play, guys there. Like, yeah, come on. If he would have made that play, Vince, then I think I could be even more on board with your decision to fair enough. Cause that, cause then they get no points, right? If he makes that play there, they get That's no true. points. That's true. Cause he right? squeaked through to get, but yes, yeah. Thomas Harper is another guy. He had, had a couple <sighs> a plays where he got beat up. against Ohio state. But he's been very, very yeah. steady and solid for the Dark yes. this year. He really he's, a, he's another guy, which I, I think that he's you don't notice him a lot, which is also a very good thing for a nickel, right? Yeah, it's like sure. that means he's probably not giving up much, which is fantastic. Right. It was a, it was a huge transfer portal pickup. I mean, honestly, yes. it was a huge, huge pickup for Notre Dame because him and Jean-Baptiste have played really, really steady and really, really yeah. well. He, and yeah. neither one of those Vince were guys that people were like overly excited about, right? They're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, because whatever. everything was overshadowed by Hartman, obviously exactly. from a portal standpoint, right? Exactly. Which I get, he's the quarterback. I, I get it, but I mean, arguably, those two have been steadier and and uh, and better. 
you know, arguably make that. I mean, argument. if you if you look at like the the his numbers in the season, according to Pro Football Focus, he's got seven hurries, he's got fourteen run stops. Just for context, he had twelve the last two years combined. <laughs> you know, he's given up fewer yards per catch last year than he did last year at at Oklahoma State. He's given up two hundred and four receiving yards this year and twenty two completions. And last year he gave up 185 passing yards and 9.7 per completion. But last year he only played what seven games, eight games, because he got hurt. So, um, you know, and, and yeah, see, he's been he's been good. He's been good for Notre Dame. He had, he had a good day today. Yep, good day. So game balls, we, we're good there, Vince. Yeah, I think so. Special teams, we want to. Javante John Baptiste field goal block. Field there goal. it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, you yeah, already I mean, said, Ryan, you already just said that field goal block is considered part of the defense. So uh, it's, it, <laughs> you can't. This is, a, this is a great game where all three phases are interconnected, man. So it all counts. Yeah. All counts. Yeah. Who recovered I, the onside kick? Was it Jaden Mickey was, that almost no, hit it early and he jumped DJ, out of the way? No, no, DJ Brown. No, no, did, was it, was no, it, it Jaden Mickey? No, no. Mm-hmm. Brown no, did both. Not. Brown's yeah. the one that jumped out of the way. Because he jumped out of the way and then fell on it. Because I saw so a single-digit was... number guy like yeah. kind of duck out of the way of the ball. Because I thought yeah. he was, it looked like he was like going to grab it, but he realized yeah. it wasn't there yet, and then he kind of right. ducked. Okay, so that was DJ. Yep. Yeah. If Spencer Schrader hadn't just kicked, I mean, he wasn't even cl- that field goal wasn't even close. Oh, he pushed it hard. <laughs> like it, was, it wasn't even yeah. close. No, it was not really good, good onside um, though. Really good onside yeah. kick. Yeah, it was a really good on. That's those aren't it easy was. to do, obviously. It but, was. It um, was. I, you know, I, Javon, I thought uh, the special teams played well. I don't. I still don't like the thought process behind the way they do kickoffs. I don't like yes, it just at kick all. It out of the end I don't like, you've got one of the strongest, like we've heard it a thousand times, right? Schrader's got the strongest leg, like kick it out of the back of the end zone, make them start yeah. at the 25 because every time they kick it short of the end zone, whether it's a squib, whether it's a line drive, whether it hangs in the air for 17 seconds, they always get it right around the 25. Like, how about we take like this offense for Wake Forest was God awful. And I will give credit. Brian's the one that said this in the in the uh, press box he said it to me their offense is terrible why are you giving them an opportunity to return right. a kick right Just put it out of the back and of the your defense zone. is really good right. why even why even run the risk of like maybe it's they make zero sense and, it makes yeah. zero sense to me yeah, the way they do it i yeah i don't get it i really don't yeah uh Jadarian price is gonna the, the the kick return against USC is not going to be his last kick return as long as he remains as Notre Dame's primary kick returner yeah, because he almost broke another one today. Yep. Yeah, he he's yes, had he like did. three other ones this year. He's like he's like one dude away yeah. from making from taking one to the house. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a special team. I don't have a special teams game. No, I, I you know, punting. There was one bad punt, in my opinion. Went to the twenty, like yeah. you needed to get at least another ten like yards. Twenty-seven on that. yards. It was not. Yeah, it's not, not great. You know, he's been that, he's been solid this year, but he he's got a lot of potential yeah. to me. Like when oh, he's for on, sure. he's really on. Retro freshman kid was hurt a lot last year. Right, for uh, sure. He's going to be a good one. He's going to yeah. be a really good one. No, nope, I agree. I completely agree. Yep. So, and how about the uh, how about the walk on kid coming in at the end, guys, and drilling that PAT? No, oh, baby, let's get a love to. Um, who was um, it? What's his name? I don't even know. I forget how to pronounce his last name, but his his first name, but it's like Diomedi is his first name. Marcello or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's a guy oh, that he's a walk-on, but Notre Dame – He's a soccer recruit, player. and he But he was recruited to Notre Dame. I don't know that he's a soccer player. He was That's recruited so, but, as a walk-on okay. kicker. He's a freshman. Okay. But he was he was recruited to be a kicker for them. His Marcello is his name. He's a true freshman. Correct. He went yes. to Glenbard West. So he was a um, – 
he was a high school teammate of Christopher Tarek, but he was actually committed to Notre Dame, I believe, before Christopher Tarek because he, he committed early he on as a walk-on kicker. So, like, they recruited him. Like, they like him, and he came in and drilled it. And, Vince, you and I talked about him during uh, fall camp. We're like, this kid's got a nice leg. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so you hopefully he can kind of build on – you know, build on that and, and, you know, be a guy that maybe they don't have to go give a scholarship to a transfer again. Because I know that's the hope. That's the hope is that well, one of these walk-on kids becomes that guy. I mean, that's and, what they're hoping to do. For sure. And But that's what, uh, you know, the special teams coach from Notre Dame, he, when we went to the uh, the specialist uh, camp or whatever, he's like, mm-hmm. this, this is Marty Biaggi. He's like, this is kind of how D1 kicking is now. It's like, that you yep. are probably not going to get a D one scholarship right out of the uh, you know power unless you're like right a out of the dude. gate unless right. you're like a like, dude yeah you're going to have to go to a, a Central Florida you're going to have to go to a Southern Alabama or whatever prove that you can do it in games and then transfer portal to a Power Five like that's just the way things are trending for special teams and he's like and everybody's in there obviously he's a high school kid and they're like and it sucks for you guys but that's what's happening right now he's like I'm just being honest with you. We're not even looking at the high school level very much anymore. Now, if a kid absolutely pops, like this kid's pretty good. The kid that came in and kicked the PAT, he's a walk-on. He's paying 75 grand a year mm-hmm. to go to Notre Dame to be a walk-on on the football team, right? And so, you know, that's the world of specialists now. Like you got to go low level and then transfer up. It's unfortunately the way things are going. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully this kid can pop and he can end up being the kicker at Notre Dame. I think that'd be awesome. And, um, I thought, you know, he, unlike some of the people in the press that didn't think he was going to be able to hit a, a 20 yard Stop. PAT, he nailed it right down the middle. Yes. Right down the middle. Yes, he did. He did. So that's it for to this, this part of the show, guys. We have a few super chats we're going to get to. Not, not, a, not a lot for this game, uh, but we do have a few. It's but okay. before we do, guys, I just want to thank everybody uh, for um, just being with us tonight. So obviously it was a, a very, very good win for Notre Dame, uh, a well-earned win for Notre Dame and uh eight and three. Now they just got to keep it rolling. Two more. Yep. You got to get more. two more and get to I 10. Got have that's that's going to be the big key. It's going to be the big key. But uh, also Vince, we're going to just make the announcement now about next week. Yeah, I think we should. You okay. and I kind of talked about so it. So yeah. we are going to do a live show next week during the Stanford game. So we will go live. Um, you know, Ryan, we'll see if you're able to or not. If not, I mean, we'll get you on afterwards, but we are going to go live. I know a lot of people have requested that and wanted that. And uh, I did game go ahead watch. and fork up the extra money to get Pac-12 Network. So we will do a game watch next week. So we'll go live when Notre Dame, <laughs> can, you know, at the start of the game and and do sort of like, like we did last year for USC. So it'll be just like that. And we'll have to work on getting synchronized and all that other good stuff, but uh, we are going to have a live outcome. game watch next week for the Notre Dame Stanford game. So, uh, cause I'm not going out to California <clears throat> and, uh, and, and I'm not, not saying LA out of California. No, would be for, it'd be a near San Francisco is where. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. I was, you said yeah. USC and that's where I was thinking. They're yep. obviously playing Stanford. Yep. Nope. 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 Like we did last year for the USC game. So I have a feeling yeah. this game is going to be a little bit different than last year's game, but, uh, but we do have some super it, chats it but before be. we, yeah, we do before we get the super chats, folks. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast. Give us a five-star review if you're listening via podcast platform. We greatly appreciate it. And if you have not done so, what are you waiting on? Sign up for the message boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com. 